Hello and welcome to The Green Hornet from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Say, want a brand new breakfast idea? Then get the Betty Crocker cereal tray, the Betty Crocker cereal tray. Yes, indeed. Try the brand new cereal assortment with ten individual packages in all. Four Wheaties, four Cheerios, two Kicks. All top favorites and all extra fresh. Yes, it's fun to take your pick from Wheaties, Cheerios, and Kicks. Get the Betty Crocker cereal tray, the Betty Crocker cereal tray. Get that tray today. And now, the Betty Crocker Cereal Tray presents... The Green Hornet. He hunts the biggest of all game, public enemies who try to destroy our America. With his faithful valet, Cato... Britt Reed, daring young publisher, matches wits with the underworld, risking his life that criminals and racketeers within the law may feel its weight by the sting of the Green Hornet. Ride with Britt Reed in the thrilling adventure of The Man on Top. One, two, three. Yes, three. Wheaties, Cheerios, and Kicks. You get all three in the Betty Crocker cereal tray. Ten separate packages of your three top favorite breakfast cereals, all in one handy carton. Each package holds just enough for one good serving. You open a fresh package every morning. That way, there's nothing wasted, nothing left over to throw out. You get exactly the right amount of cereal, and at its crispest, freshest best. That's mighty important in these days when President Truman wants us all to fight against food waste. Try the Betty Crocker cereal tray with the ten separate no-waste packages of your three top favorites, Wheaties, Cheerios, and Kicks. Get it soon. Concerned about his son... Britt Reed's father came east to seek information. Britt laid his cards face up on the table, admitting to his father that he was the Green Hornet. Much to Britt's surprise, the older man was pleased. He agreed with Britt that there was need of an individual who could serve the ends of justice without regard for legal red tape, just as one of Britt's ancestors had done in the early West. Gunnigan, the city editor of the Daily Sentinel, came to work as usual at 9 a.m., None of the reporters knew that the founder of the Daily Sentinel had arrived in the city. Gunnigan himself didn't know it. He removed his coat, pulled up his sleeves, and sat down at his desk. He scanned a sheet of copy. What's this? Gunnigan grabbed the sheet of typing and bounced to his feet. What? Gunnigan, what's the matter? This is the end. I'm going to have a showdown with Britt Reed. What's the matter with Gunnigan? What does he think I am around here? An office boy? Things like this should be discussed with me. It's about time I found out where I stood. Miss Case? Oh, good morning, Mr. Reed. 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 Good morning, Mr. Reed.
morning, Gunnigan. Come on in my eye. Is Britt Reed in? Not yet. If he was, he'd have his door closed. Axford, what are you doing here on time? What's eating you, Gunnigan? When he comes in, I'm going to have a showdown. No, Gunnigan. Showdown? <laughs> Who does he think I am? That's what I want to know. Why, confounded, I was in the slot when he was in the kindergarten. Well, he got out of kindergarten, but you're still in the slot. That's right. I'm still the city editor. And by thunder, I'll be consulted on important matters like this or know the reason why. You're speaking of that reward item? Yes, of course I am. For years, the Sentinel's been offering a reward for the capture of the Green Hornet. Now, without a word to me, with neither consultation or conference, the reward is withdrawn. But Gunnigan... For years, I've had to practically run this paper. Then all of a sudden, Britt decides to stop being a playboy and take over. Well, that's all right. That's the way it should be. But he can't ignore me. I won't stand for it. If he thinks he can ease me out of the picture, he's wrong. By thunder, I quit. That makes ten times that I know of. Oh, me. Who said that? I said that. And oh. I wrote the statement withdrawing that reward. Oh. So you're still quitting periodically, eh, Gunnigan? Mr. Reed. Casey, I asked you if... You didn't ask about his father. Uh, Mr. Reed, I didn't mean I... I didn't know you were here. If you were on your toes, you'd have canceled that reward some time ago. The police don't want the Green Hornet. There's not a single charge against him. Well, it had never occurred to me that he had cleared his name. If it should have I... occurred to you, you cadaverous old hairpin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boss. Gosh, it's just like old times to hear you so <laughs> How are you, Gunnigan? Shake hands. Yeah. And say that you're glad to see the old man. Ah, uh, you know I am. You haven't aged a bit. Yeah. You look just as gray and unhealthy as you did when I went away. <laughs> oh, thanks. No. How long are you going to be in town, Mr. Well, Lee? Uh, it's hard to say. How's my boy been doing? Uh, he's really taken a hold of things the last few weeks. You saw how we covered the Larson story. Larson? Oh, yes. Yeah, he's the leader of that gang that was picked up for selling narcotics. Oh, it's Reed. Hello, Reed. Good morning, everybody. <laughs> Good morning, Good Mr. Morning. Hi, Reed. Reed. Oh, looks like open house. What's new, Gunnigan? <laughs> You're more likely to know than I am. I've got to get back to my desk. Well, what's the matter with Gunnigan? Oh, he's nettled because he wasn't consulted about withdrawing the Hornet reward. Oh, <laughs> I thought he'd be. Uh, come into your office, Britt. I want to talk to you. Right. <laughs> By golly, Gunnigan's face was something to look at. <laughs> uh, I've been writing a follow-up on the Green Hornet, telling why the reward has been withdrawn. Oh, good. I've told just exactly where the Green Hornet stands with the law. I'm letting people know he's not a crook. I'm revealing a lot of things that people never knew. Well, don't tell the world that he's your son. No, but I wish I could. <laughs> I'm proud of it. But we've got to keep the identity I a secret. Know that, Brit, I know it. But I, I'd like to tell the police commissioner. Out there. Now, Jimmy Higgins is my oldest friend. We rode together in Texas nearly 50 years ago. I know that he can be trusted. Well, let me think it over. Britt. Now, Higgins needs your help. He has the Larson gang in jail. Won't that smash the dope ring? Larson's not the leader of that outfit. No? Then who is the man on top? John Grayling, head of the Atlas Medical Supply. Great Scott. He's a prominent man. Very few people know about Grayling. The commissioner is keeping it a top secret. He told me in the hope that I could get the help of the Green Hornet. But if Higgins knows Grayling is the head man... Now, Britt. You became the Green Hornet because of the many cases where the hands of the police were tied by red tape. Now, this is one of those cases. 
All right, Dad. I'll meet the commissioner as the Green Hornet. Make a date for nine o'clock. At half past eight that evening, Brett Reed was ready to move out in his disguise as the Green Hornet. Cato was at his side, and so was his father. Dad, I'm going to show you where we hide our car. At the back of the clothes press is a sliding panel. Why, there's a passage behind that wall. Follow me. Come along, Cato. Yes, sir. Stepping through the secret panel in the rear of the closet, Brett Reed led the way through a narrow passage built within the walls of the apartment itself. This passage leads to an adjoining building on the dark side street. And that old place has been abandoned for years. That's what everyone thinks. But wait till you see. Looking down from the small balcony in the supposedly abandoned building, the senior Reed saw the sleek, super-powered black beauty, the streamlined car of the Green Hornet. Holy smokes, Brett. You've really been working. Well, Cato did a lot of it. The corridor between the walls of the apartment, the secret doors, and this old building. And that car. So that's the black beauty. That's right, then. Well, I'll be... I want to see what you and Cato did to the engine. I want to look it over from stem to stern. In, in fact, I want to drive it. I wish that I had more time right now, but I haven't. I'll have to see it some other time. Got to get over to the commissioner's house. Cato will take you over in the convertible. Good. Uh, Jim Higgins will drive his car to your meeting. Don't forget the plans. Mm, uh, we're to drive through the park, stopping at the old oak tree, and wait there until the Green Hornet stops across the road. That's it, Dad. I'll see you later. The old oak tree, Cato. <laughs> I went there many times when Britt was a little boy. We used to make camp beneath the old oak tree and play cowboy and Indian. Brett stepped into the black beauty and pressed a button. The great car roared into life. A section of the wall in front raised automatically, then closed as the gleaming black beauty sped into the darkness. as the Green Hornet, Britt Reed parked the Black Beauty and looked at the official car at the opposite curb beneath an old oak tree. It was a curious sensation after so many years of dodging the police to sit quietly while the commissioner himself approached. I know exactly how you feel, Commissioner. I feel the same way. I'm satisfied that you're all right. You have a good man on your side. Let's make this as brief as possible. Are you someone I know? Skip it. Now, what about Grayling? How'd you get a line on him? When Lawson was captured, he had in his possession an odd-looking key. His desperate efforts to get rid of that key aroused my suspicions. I turned it over to a couple of my most trusted detectives. They located the locksmith who made it. He said he had made several like it for John Grayling. Indicating a connection between Grayling and Larson. I knew that Lawson was not the top man of the dope ring. I suspected that Grayling might be. So I had Lawson brought to my office for a talk. <laughs> Incidentally, he blames you for his downfall. That's a compliment. I intimated that the Green Hornet had been seen frequently near Grayling's suburban estate. Why? I was baiting Lawson, and it worked. How? 
Lawson jumped to the conclusion that Grayling had double-crossed the gang by sending the Hornet to get them before he could collect the, their share of the profits. Lawson was mad, and he talked. About Grayling? Yes. He named Grayling as the man on top and told about a vault in Grayling's basement where the drug supply is stored. This is the key I took from Lawson. The one he tried to get rid of. Yes, it will open that vault, but if it's used, the contents of the vault will be destroyed. Destroyed? Opening the door by force or with this key will make an electrical contact, like the contact that turns on the light inside a modern refrigerator. That contact will do something to destroy the evidence. It will drop the evidence into a sewer or fire an explosive charge or something of that sort. Larson didn't know what? No. Grayling has just begun to take Lawson into his confidence. He gave him this key and told him about the safety key. The safety key? It's to a hidden lock that cuts off the power and makes it safe to open the vault. Grayling has that key, and he's the only one who knows where the lock is located. Can the electric power be cut off outside the house? The, the current comes from batteries inside the vault. Have you tried to find this secret lock? Yes. I've had a man in the Grayling home posing as a meter reader for the electric company and another as a telephone repairman. They've given me a complete layout of Grayling's home and the location of the vault. But they couldn't find the lock. It's up to you. You'll have evidence enough to pick Grayling up. But I want the contents of that vault. If we move in the usual way, Grayling will make sure that the evidence is destroyed. We'll have to make the arrest in the morning. I'd hope you might be able to do something tonight. Who knows about Grayling? Just a trusted few of us. I want to see Grayling behind bars just as badly as you do. Here's the Lawson key and a floor plan of the house. Oh, uh, there's one thing more you should know. Oh, what's that? Every part of Grayling's house is protected by a burglar alarm. I don't know how you're going to get in. I'm confident that I haven't underestimated the Green Hornet. We'll continue our story in just a moment. It's fun choosing your breakfast cereal from the Betty Crocker cereal tray. Every morning you can choose a different one. Kicks one morning... Wheaties the next, and Cheerios the next. All three top favorites. Get the Betty Crocker cereal tray from your grocer now. Now back to our story. After his meeting with the police commissioner... Britt Reed considered his problem while he guided the Black Beauty home. In his apartment, he discussed his plans with Cato, then called Linda Travis. We'll need help on this one, Cato. It's the toughest assignment we've ever had. Yes, Mr. Britt. And I've never been more eager to succeed. Hello, Linda. You're needed. If you can be at the corner in half an hour, a black car will stop for you. Oh, mask and weapon ready. Kato, you may need a weapon. Take the 38. Hello, Commissioner. You know who this is? Please listen carefully. If my plan succeeds at all, it will have done so between now and midnight. Have men standing by to move in on Grayling at a moment's notice. Oh, 
Step in, Linda. Thank you. Well, what do you want me to do? Help Cato and me get the top man in the drug racket. His name is John Grayling. What can I do? You'll have to set off a burglar alarm and get captured by Grayling and the henchman who lives with him. Then you'll have to put on an act. And it'll have to be good. Now listen carefully. I'll brief you. With the black beauty parked in the darkness nearby, the Green Hornet and Linda worked at a French door in the rear of Grayling's big suburban home. You have a notebook and pencil? Yes. As soon as this lock is forced, the alarm will sound. After that, you're on your own. You ready? Ready? What? I can hear the alarm. Quickly. Step inside and get caught. In here, Green. The den. I'm with you, boss. Quiet. The girl. And how? Stand where you are. You're covered. You're... You're John Grayling. Who are you? Linda Travis of the Daily Sentinel. I did a story on the Larson capture. A reporter? Yes. Oh, please put that gun away. I, I'm not armed. I can see that, boss. There's no gun hit under that outfit. Uh-uh. I'll take your purse. Now go into my study. I want to talk to you. Oh, you'll have to show it Through to me. Through that door and to the right. Greg, cut off that confounded burglar alarm and fix the lock on that door. Right, boss. There's a switch right over here. Get going, Miss Travis. Hmm, this is a beautiful home. I wish I were here under different circumstances. There. That'll stop the clanging. Hope that dame didn't bust the lock on the door. Sorry, Greek. What the? Oh! I did it. I'll ease him to the floor so he doesn't fall with a thud. I need help. Just watch him, Cato. If he starts to come to, wrap him again. In just ten minutes, turn that switch and start the burglar alarm again. Then, after a couple of minutes, turn it off. Will ten minutes be enough time for things that must be done? It'll be time enough for me to fix things at the vault. And I hope it'll be plenty for Linda. Certainly taking Greg a long time to close that door. Oh, I'm afraid the lock was broken. Miss Travis, I insist on knowing why you came here. You know, Mr. Grayling, you're not at all as I'd pictured you. You're a marvelous subject for an article. A human interest article. You're guilty of breaking and entering. Aren't you afraid your paper will fire you for that? Mm, the Sentinel wouldn't like it, but... No. No, I'm not afraid. You're not the type to report me to the police. Or to my boss. No, you're the kind of man who handles things on the spot. Miss with... Travis. Oh, you're, you're hurting my wrist. Why did you come here? Oh, please, Mr. Grayling. Tell me. All right. All right, I'll tell you. Please let me go. I'll tell you. You'll know anyway in a little while. I'll know what? Larson has talked. Larson? Yes. I got an inside tip from police headquarters. Larson talked about what? About you. He told of your connection with the dope racket and about your vault in the basement and the supply of drugs you keep there. Well, the commissioner's kept it secret for several days so that he could investigate quietly. He has, huh? I, I wanted to have a scoop, but I wanted to be ready with a story about your home when oh. the police picked you up. <laughs> so that's it. Well, I'm sorry to disappoint you, Miss Travis, but the police have nothing on me. Oh, Larson told Larson, me. Larson, a chief notorious hoodlum. What's his word against mine? But he gave the commissioner a key to your vault. A key, huh? Well, <laughs> the police are free to use that key. They can look into my vault any time they want to. But they'll do it at their own risk. Oh, Larson told them all that. They know all about the secret lock. They sent men to pose the telephone. Te what, what am I saying? Telephone man. 
Confounded, I thought there was something peculiar about him. That man from the electric company. I thought it took him a long time to read that meter. They were both detectives. Oh, I... I've talked too much. What? The alarm again. Greg! Greg, where are you? I've got to go. You come with me. My arm. Come on, I'll see what this is all about. Please, please put that gun away. Shut up. Greg, what's happened to you? Is is he dead? Someone came through that door after Greg had closed it. I'll see about this. Come with me. Oh, please, please. Keep going and don't try to resist or I'll shoot. This game is for keeps. Open that door. but, But my arm, you're... Go down those stairs right ahead of me. If anyone tries to shoot me, they'll get you first. Oh, you, you coward. You'd use me as a shield. You bet I would. Now walk straight ahead toward that vault. But I'm not to blame for your trouble. There's the vault. Oh, there's a key in the lock. I see there is. wonder if someone's gotten inside. If they found that secret lock, they could have had a key made for it and opened it without setting off the explosion. Oh, I, I don't know anything about that. You I... will. Alarm stopped again. Stand right where you are. I'm going to open that door. If someone's in there, there'll be a gunplay. Oh, you blow Oh, no, I won't. I have the safety key. Now, don't try to get away. I'll not hesitate to shoot. Thought this lock was well hidden. They may have found it. I want that key. What the... You shot too fast. Try this gas. Mess. You can't level a gun after that gas hits you. That does it. Oh, gosh. Am I glad to see you? Linda, are you all right? Yes. You were great. Take this key off Grayling's watch chain and put it on my own. You saw where the lock was hidden? Yes. You show it to the police when they arrive. Well, if you leave that safety key, they can go into the vault. The commissioner is going to get this key. He'll be the one to enter that vault. Oh, I see. Oh, we're nearly through, Linda. Don't muff the last act. I'll call the commissioner on the phone upstairs. The police will be here in just a few minutes. They'll find you on the floor just recovering consciousness. You were gassed by the Green Hornet. You got it? You got it. Oh, but why can't I go with you? You've got to show the police the secret lock and warn them not to open that vault. Now get down on the floor as if you've been gassed. You'll not have long to wait. This is it, Commissioner. Send the boys to pick up Grayling and his pal, a hood named Greed. Get going, boys. It's time to arrest the man on top. There they are, Cato. Police get here very quick. They were just a quarter of a mile away, waiting for a call by radio. Step on it, Cato. Let's get going. There's Grayling. It's our cold. Help. Help me. Oh, my great Scott, it's a girl. It's Miss Travis from the Sentinel. Here, let me help you. Grayling. Grayling and I... The Green Hornet was The Green here. Hornet? Great day. Where is he now? He's gone. He, he took a key from Grayling's chair. There's a key in that vault. Oh, don't open that vault. Don't open it without the key that the Green Hornet took away. Well, Miss Travis whistled. I'll tell you everything as soon as I've called the Daily Sentinel. It was the following day at noon. Britt Reed's father and the police commissioner had met for luncheon in a private room at the Civic Club. Confound it, Reed, you've got to come through. I have Grayling under arrest, but I can't hold him for long without some evidence. Evidence, huh? That's what I said. All we have against him is the statement made by Larry Lawson. That won't do. I've got to get into Grayling's vault, but I can't do it without the key. 
That safety key. You're sure the Green Hornet has it? Of course he has. The Travis girl said so. Tell me who the Green Hornet is. I've got to reach him. Well, sorry, Jim, I can't. I promised I wouldn't reveal his identity. You... Oh, here comes you... Brett now. I'm sorry I'm late, Dad. How are you, Commissioner Higgins? Not so good. Uh, sit down, Brett. Sit down. Higgins is upset because the Green Hornet made off with a key to a secret lock on Grayling's vault. Well, according to Linda Travis, the police found the lock. Yes, but it calls for a very special type of key, a long, thin one. Long and thin, huh? Maybe like the one Brits twirling on the end of his watch chain, huh? What? Now, you might examine this one, Commissioner. I'll take it off for you. Here. I'll bet two to one this key will fit the secret lock. You... You'll bet. Surprised? What? Why, why, this means that... Will you, uh, shake hands with the Green Hornet? You! <laughs> Great Scott Britt, you of all... <laughs> well, that's a horse on me. <laughs> but but I, I, I thought there was something familiar about your voice. Last night in the car, you tried to disguise it, but I recognized it as the voice of someone I knew. I was afraid you would. <laughs> you, the Green Hornet. Well, Britt, I, I always thought of you as a, a, a playboy. You've certainly got more nerve than I suspected. <laughs> Get this. I appreciate the confidence you've placed in me. I want you to know that I'll keep your secret. You needn't worry. I... I can use you. Oh, brother, how I can use you. Now, I want to have a long talk with... Jim, you can talk any time. Now, there's a vault full of evidence and grayling, and you have the key to that vault. And we have a newspaper waiting for a headline. Unless you'd rather eat. Eat? Eat? Who wants to eat at a time like this? Come on, you're both in on this. Let's go get that evidence. Come on, Dad, let's cover the story. The commissioner is going to make a headline for the Daily Sentinel. money for your future, buy U.S. savings bonds. It is the safest investment in the world and very profitable. For every $3 invested in these bonds, you will receive $4 when the bonds mature. U.S. savings bonds can be bought on a regular plan at your bank. They may be redeemed at any time after 60 days for the full purchase price plus your interest. Start your savings now with U.S. savings bonds. You've been listening to The Green Hornet, brought to you by the Betty Crocker Cereal Tray, the cereal assortment of individual packages of Wheaties, Cheerios, and Kicks. Listen, Cheerios now offers you one more big chance to get an amazing special kind of Lone Ranger Silver Bullet has secret compartment and built-in compass that really works. Also contains secret invisible ink tablet and magic developer tablet for writing secret messages. 
Not a real bullet, but made of durable metal and flashed with real silver. Get yours now for only 15 cents, no stamps, and one Cheerios box top. Mail to Lone Ranger, Box 7800, Chicago, Illinois. Lone Ranger, Box 7800, Chicago, Illinois. Be with us again next week at the same time when General Mills will again present The Green Hornet. This copyrighted feature originates in Detroit, and all characters, places, and incidents used are fictitious. Al Neal speaking. This is ABC, the American Broadcasting Company.